Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Pastor Nana Kwabna Willie P. Dunkwa. I provide the sacrifice. You provide your spirit. I will open up inside. Say you provide. You provide the fire. I provide the sacrifice. Oh, you provide the spirit. Yes, Lord, I will open up inside. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. what I am, Jesus. You provide the Spirit. I will love you Say, fill me. Fill me up, God. Fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me up, God. Fill me. Say, fill me up, God. Fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me up, Lord. That the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit, that 
naked changes in our life will fill you up. But I believe, I trust in the name of the Lord, the apostolic Lord, that your life will never be the same. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, somebody lift up your voice and sing and say, Lord, fill me up, God. Fill me up. Say, fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me up. Thank you very much. God bless you. Ralph, happy to see you once more. Everyone, God bless you. Thank you so much for your warmest receptive. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. What a blessing. I said, what a blessing. What an honor. I said, what a blessing. I'm very nervous. The word nervous means I have never had the privilege to preach to see a senior pastor sitting down to hear from me. So, very nervous. But I believe, if, as you can see, because of my nervousness, I dressed to support the female pastors so that they can also support me. Hallelujah. I, I just, I, I needed the support because I, I just cannot see myself standing here preaching and seeing my father sitting down and hearing from me. I, I am nervous, but I am under the action. I am under the action Father, the Reverend Kwame, who is in this house. First, I want to take opportunity to thank him so much, Reverend Kwame. Thank you so much, and God bless you for giving me this privilege um, to share the word of God. Uh, this is the man I've also known for years, as he said earlier, that he is not... know that we are all family, but there are families and family. Jesus Christ had the 12, but he called John, my beloved son. So every parent have a beloved son. And I have seen that as a father of this denomination, as a father of this church, Reverend Kwan, that God has given, he has always me. He has always excellent, supporting calling to find out how I'm doing, how my marriage, my finances, everything. From the day that I had an encounter with fact, he had an encounter with my younger brother. Through that, we have become more than a bloodline. Hallelujah. And I am so privileged to serve under his unction. Today, I, am, I have been borrowed this office. Not my office. I am very humble. I'm not even worthy to stand here to share. But he has given me the authority, the anointing. The power that is upon him to share that by the grace of God, your heart will be opened and you will be receptive to the word of God. So you will not leave this place the same. If anything happens, it's because of, of the anointing that is upon this house, not because of the vessel that is standing here. I am under the spirit of humility to speak over a senior pastor sitting down to hear from me. So please bear with me. I'm not being arrogant at all. If you are very sensitive to the you can understand where I'm coming from. So be sensitive and let us receive from the Holy Spirit. I challenge you. I challenge you. I come with the word of God, the logos, the, the, the spiritual system, the kingdom system, the, the modus operandi. If you begin to understand that, you will never live the same. Many of us sit down and begin to analyze people who sit and come and start analyzing the person standing in front of them. It's because you have not catch the understanding. Let not your mistake affect your life. That is the problem we have. We make mistakes. But do not allow that mistakes to deteriorate you. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God. So Reverend Kwame, once again, please, please, thank you so much. Um, I have always, he has given me a lot of opportunities to preach in this church, a lot of room to share, a lot of, even to lead a prayer every day is such a great opportunity. But one thing that I've always been humble that I cannot do without him is, I know you are here. If you are in Ghana, I will call you to do for me. Everywhere you are, I ask you to pray before I preach. But can one, one minute, just one minute prayer from you before I preach for a reason, please. 
mercies of God. I ask this for a reason. I am humble. I am sensitive. And I really, I really want the church to know that I am not worthy. I am just a servant of him. I have him. So I am fully committed to his authority. I am fully committed to his directives. I am fully committed for his instructions. So please allow this. Reverend, please. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for such a brother, such a vessel you have given unto us. Not only unto us, but unto Apostle Joel and this UD. Thank you for his service in, his, in this house. Many people have drunk from this vessel. Thank you. Thank you for the years of preparation that you prepared. You were preparing him for such a time as this. Thank you for the service to Lady Reverend. Thank you for the service to Bishop in Tefo. Thank you for the service to many, 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 many people who come through, even this city. Thank you for the service, oh God, in service that he gives to your, to your people here. The love, the encouragement, the prayers, Lord. Today, I lift him up unto you, oh God. And I say, Lord, use him for your glory. Use him, O oh God. If there is anything that you have given to me, let it be upon him. Let it be upon him, O oh God. Let it be upon him. Anoint his lips. Anoint him, O oh God, for us, for all of us, for all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. And Kwame, thank you very much, and God richly bless you. Church, are you ready to hear the word of God? If you are here, I want you to challenge yourself that you will not live the same. I said I need you to say to yourself that you will not live this place the same. Believe that the Holy Spirit is going to change you. Are you with me, please? Are we together in this? I want us to be on the same page. I have a few minutes to preach. Um, I believe the, 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 the anakazo word has been defined to us. It has given us the, the, the varieties of what it means to have that spirit. And as, as I was asked to, uh, to preach, I was just thinking, it's given. And I'm wondering, am I coming to read the book to you or I need the revelation from the Holy Spirit to minister to you? So whatever the Holy Spirit has laid upon my heart with you from the book is from the book. And I pray, it is my prayer that you will live and take something with you. It is my prayer that you will live and you will make a decision for your life. It is my prayer that you will decide that from today I will allow the spirit of Anakazo my God, to rest upon you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Church, if only you can understand this, this thing that I'm going to share with you, I tell you, no devil, no Satan can have audacity to come near you. He will. He will try. But there's no way, once you have that understanding, Satan will defeat you. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? I'm already nervous, so please help me. <laughs> Glory be to God. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Why don't you, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for this great opportunity. I thank you for this humble privilege. That, Lord, you have given unto me, Holy Spirit, to stand before your precious one, especially our Father, whom the Lord has called to lead us. Lord, give me that grace. Like John said, I am not even worthy to untie his lace, but, Lord, he has given me privileges. But this is a 
privilege that has given. Lord, let the seed that has been sowed over me bear fruits in everyone that is here this morning, oh God. Father, let the word of God manifest over their life. Let the spirit of the Lord fill them that they will not leave this place the same, but the power of the Holy Spirit will be activated, God, in the name of Jesus, that we will take upon ourselves to become some of you in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. And let everyone say amen. Luke chapter 14. Verse 16. Last week, Reverend Kwame shared with us the meaning of those three words, Anakazo, Biazo, and Anedea. I believe most of us have catch the definition or the meaning. These are the Greek words that has been given to us. But you have also catch the understanding, the English word, the words of Jesus Christ, the logos. You have catch that. But my question to me and to you, I don't know about you, how when you took the word of God, what you have done with it, hearing the word anakazo, meaning to compel, hallelujah. Or you hear the word compel, meaning the anakazo, hearing that word. What does it mean to you? I can come here. Bishop has written a book. We can see all those points that is being given. But does it really, are they meaningful to us if the understanding is not there? Anything that you don't understand does not prosper in your life. That's why the book says in the Proverbs chapter 4 verse 17, in all thy getting, get wisdom. Not only the wisdom. If you have that word, there's a semicolon that tells you that get understanding. That means after getting the wisdom, which is one of the fundamentals to have, yet God wants you to have understanding so that you can relate with him when he speaks to you. When he says, Biazo, the biazo will begin will become meaningful in your life. Other than that, you will hear it, but it's useless. It's useless because it will do nothing to you. Yes, the word sounds so voluptuous, so heavy, anakazo, but it's meaningless in your life. So my prayer and my presence here for the Holy Spirit to use me to minister to you is to get understanding. Of what is being taught. Look, anytime you understand your wife, life is different. Most couples that have not understand each other, there is always divisions. There is always chaos. There is always something going on. So understanding is the key for the word of God to manifest over us. Many of us, many Christians, many believers have not caught this revelation. And because of that, we are struggling. We give offering, but you don't understand why you are giving. You give tight. But you don't understand because when you do understand tight giving, you, you begin to behave a certain way that your tight will not be useless. My God, is somebody here? Are you on the same page with me? That's where you begin to pray that the heavens will be open unto you because the Bible says that bring your tight to the storehouse. This is a revelation. Now, God did not only say bring your tithe to the storehouse. He said that there shall be meat. Understanding will bring an akazo. The meat, you will by all means go outside and force for them to come. Because you have catch the understanding. But if that understanding is not there, you give tithe, you sit home, and you expect heavens to be open. Please, it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. Somebody hearing me, please. So let's catch understanding. Jesus Christ used a lot of parables and this is one of the parables that he used to bring the word compel many christians for us to know where it's coming from today i wanted i have five points but i don't have the time because i try to make my message very short but i want you to get the revelation of what is about to be shared hallelujah the bible said that i'm preaching from luke chapter 14 verse 26 Please, bear with me. If, if you have a pen and a paper, I want you to write something. Or you have your notebook. Write something for yourself as we are uh, sharing together. Hallelujah. Wow. In the book, Bishop said that I want, he wants you to read this book, the whole portion of scripture so that you will be what familiar with the story that is coming hallelujah the bible says that no please verse 16 look 
chapter 14, verse 16. Then said he unto him, the word said he unto him is Jesus Christ, that he is Jesus Christ unto him. A certain man made a great supper. A great supper. Last week, Reverend Kwame defined what a supper is, depending on your time. Everybody had their own of supper. But I believe this man who set up this part, uh, 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 a gathering made a certain time, which probably from 6 p.m. Many people eat their dinner from 6, especially for those who want to stay healthy and keep their figure, not those who want to blow up and eat 10 p.m. and 9 p.m. Somebody like me. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me, please? Are you on the same page with me? If you start eating 10 p.m. and your body does not relate, get understanding and know that I'm not supposed to eat 10 p.m. And then you stand in the mirror and when you are dressing up and things doesn't fit, you start complaining. It's because you have not catch understanding of what you eat. You have not catch understanding that certain foods are not good for you. So you don't eat them. Be disciplined. I'm talking about anakazo. Anakazo cannot work when you have not understand what anakazo is first to you. First to you, before you can even think about somebody. You yourself have not caught the spirit. How can, what can move you? What can push you? What can encourage you to go out to reach out? The day you catch the understanding, you will force yourself. Church, by the way, the word force, it sounds so manipulative. However, it is the word of God. Until it's done, nothing can happen in life. Everything is by force. If you don't force yourself to study, you will never get your degree. If you don't force yourself to become a marriageable woman, nobody will marry you because you will live, you will depend under your beauty, under your mind, under your dress and your figure. And you think that's what a man will see. Well, let me tell you, there are a lot of women who are more beautiful than you that are still not married. So don't be deceived by your outfit and your figure, but get understanding of the word of God it takes to be a husband what it takes to be a wife when you have such understanding you prepare yourself you begin to read the word of god then you begin to question yourself what is the word of god telling me to be a wife what does it take what prepares me to be a wife any of you have lived by your face you look at the mirror and you say how beautiful you are why come a man is not calling me Begin to understand who you are. Your relationship with Christ will deliver you from the principalities, the demon that has caused your beautiful face for a man to see that you are like a monster. You go outside, you look at the mirror, you look beautiful, but when you step outside, people see you as a monster. It's because you have no personal relationship. I'm not talking about you being a believer. Church, let's get understanding here, please. You can easily be a believer, yet... You can never be a son or a daughter of Jesus Christ because you have believed. The word of God does not make you a son. You need to build a personal relationship with the Lord. Spend quality time. That quality comes by anakazo. Something must move you. Something must push you. Anything stays stationary cannot be moved until force is being applied. Is somebody hearing me? So, if you have a husband who have the privilege to encourage you, to question you. Have you done your quiet time? Have you read your Bible? You see him as a proud person. You see him as somebody who, but the person has to push you to read because left alone with yourself, you know, when you're by yourself, you don't do your quiet time. One time, you only talk on the phone, cha cha cha. by the day passed by, you have not read the Bible, but you have spoken on the phone with 35,000 people have answered every phone call. You cannot succeed with such. You need to have the force to push you. Many of you, that pastors called you or your, or your center person called you, you see it as an offense. You have not understand Anakazo. You have not understand being a child of God because it takes someone to push you to be where you want to be. As intelligent as you think you are, Jesus Christ is so powerful. He is man of God anointed, yet he chose the disciples to follow him, to support him, to push him. Without that, he wouldn't have been able to do it. Well, that is not alone. He also called the Holy Spirit because he couldn't do it alone. Jesus could not do it alone. By the way, Jesus Christ has always been pushed, always been forced to do things. From the day that he was born, 
check it from the beginning of Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said that God created us in his own image. I'm talking about the power of Anakazu. The compelling spirit. Where do you stand when it comes to compel? Do you take them as a receptive or you take them as an offensive? It's two different things. Two different things. If you, do, if you don't get the understanding of that, I am taking it because it will benefit me, then you will never do well. You will never at all. You will never do well. But if you receive it that, ah, my God, this person that is calling me, this person that is calling me, is for a reason. Let me answer. I don't know why, but whatever it is, let me respond to it. Let me respond to it. That is where you have understand that the communication is an essential in our life. And when you get, when the communication is an essential, the family comes together. Because somebody has counseled you. You have taken that counsel. That is a push. But many of us, we have received counsel. And the counsel is nothing to us. Because we don't believe the counsel from the father to the house. Is somebody hearing me? When Jesus Christ was born, the Bible said that he created us in his own image. According to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, true or false? That's the word of God. That's the logo. That's the power of the Lord, word of God, Jesus Christ. That is, that is so true. Nothing changes that. We believe in that. Now, if we believe we are the image of God, are we not also believing we will be tempted? How karuskia badoskia. Are you not believing that you will be tempted? The Bible said that he was tempted. The day that the man of God was born, Jesus Christ was born. He was not born in any mansion by the manger. Satan followed him. Decided to kill him, to destroy him. Yet, the father and the mother did not sit there for him to die. They put something, moved them to run away from where they were, from Bethlehem to somewhere else, to seek the save of the life of the man. The man Jesus. I'm talking about the force, the push, the counsel that comes from the fathers to the children in the house. It's a force. A force that you should not take it as an offensive, but you take it as a word of God to you. When you decide that you will do well, that means you have catch the understanding of this house. But when you reject that counsel, coming from the pulpit, coming through the phones, coming through whatever, one-on-one, -on -one, if you take those, you begin to see your life progressing. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? I say you begin to see your life progressing. I thought you were going to clap together because God is revealing to you the spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding is coming in your way. They said the spirit of understanding in Proverbs, he says in all thy getting, get wisdom and understanding. I can give you all the points that has given. If you don't understand it, it's useless. But I want you to catch understanding of the word anakazo, the, the, the anakazo, the compelling spirit. When you catch that spirit, your life will never be the same. In fact, you begin to read Bible in a different way. You read the word of God in context, not out of context. Many of us have defined the word of God, how it suits us. You know, in Job chapter 1, I believe it's 1 verse 27 or 56, the Bible says, Reverend, I read this scripture and it, it, I was marveled. You know, it says, God, he gives and he takes. Let me tell you something. So many people, even when somebody dies, they say, it is the Lord that gives and it is the Lord that takes. When something happens to people, they say, it is the Lord that gives. Look, it wasn't... Job was desperate. He was angry. Job was mad. In fact, he was trying to pour his out his heart to Jesus Christ. He was telling Jesus that, what have you done to me? What have you done? The guy was not ministering. The guy was, he was angry. It was Satan who took from him, not God. Understanding of the scripture will mold you. Understanding of the word of God will strengthen you. It will make you a virtuous woman. You read Proverbs 31, but yet you have not understand what it takes to be a virtuous woman. So you fight. You fight to the point when you have issues with your husband and the pastor will travel all the way from New Jersey, New, all the way from New Jersey, come to your house, sit upon hours and hours and cancel you. And yet, you do otherwise. Because the voice of the authority in the house is meaningless. 
into your life. So it is the word of God. Because the voice from the authority is not his own words. It's the words of Jesus Christ. Church, I want you to honor the Father God has given to us. If you don't catch that, anakazo is meaningless. But the day you catch the understanding of the authority that is placed over us, then the day you, be, you begin to honor him, that you sit. And for him to call you to tell you, follow up your friend. Look, frankly speaking, if you get the revelation of God and you are a believer knowing that somebody ministered to you, become a leader, nobody will tell you to minister to somebody. You will travel afar to visit. You will travel afar to pay. You will pray for them. Look, Anakazo is for you to stay home. Have a list of the people that has been given to you. Pray for them. Let's read the scripture and see what does exactly mean by what Jesus was saying. Yes, don't get me wrong. Like I said, everybody have a way of interpreting. There are many revelations that God gives to us. Reading this scripture, the word of God gave me a revelation of why Jesus gave this parable. Hallelujah. Luke 14, verse 8. The Bible says, Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many, bade, bade many, bade many. Yesterday, no, a day, but a couple of days ago, was it Friday or Wednesday or Thursday? I had this very close friend in Ghana, very nice man. I was talking to And then he wanted me to do something for him. The things that he wanted me to do for us, we were doing, it involves a lot of money, a lot of things and all that. Then he told me, this man has been a blessing to me since I encountered him. I don't know him from anywhere. By the way, as we were talking, he told me that there's another man that he knows. He wants me to give him something, to do something for him. Little that did I know. This is, look, please, please. Jesus, the son of the living God. The Bible said that a good name is better in the book of Samuel. True or false? A good name is better than what? So always prepare to set up a good name everywhere you go. Even if you are in the world, don't be too mean. Perhaps if by grace find you, that good name will be maintained. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God. So this person, whom I don't know from anywhere, and I never, because the man, he's, he's a guy. And, and, and where, I mean, the gap is very, extremely wide. It's like hell and heaven. Reverend, you, you, if you jump, you cannot be there. You will fall into the pit. Hallelujah. So this man, when we started talking, and I started, you know, usually for me, I'm a people's person, so when I, when I started talking, I asked, are you a Christian? Where do you live? And all that. Then he said, I went to Tech, and I live in Aswasi. And I, I was about to mention you, you and Lydia. Then he says, <laughs> he live in Aswasi. I said, ah, Aswasi where? Which line? Then he said, ah, from Kumasi, because the way I said which line, that means I know Aswasi very well. I said, of course, I play soccer. I played I play for Kinfesa. Then he says, you did. And the guy was so quiet, then all of a sudden he said, ah, do you know Aze? I said, oh, Aze is in Germany. You see, Josephine knows Aze because of interlines. He's a very popular there. <laughs> Lydia, you were a baby. That's why you didn't, because you were not born. <laughs> then he says, ah, but your name is Pastanana Dankwa. That's what the reverend gave it to me. And I said, he says, I said, Aze is my teammate. Then he asked me my name. I don't want to tell you that name because it's the it's 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 name of the... <laughs> it's a worldly name. Those days, you see, there are certain names that you don't want to carry over. When you become a special person in the eyes of the Lord, they must change your name. There are several people that close to Bishop Doug that their name has been changed. Reverend, true or false? Ah, their names has been changed. So me too, my names has been changed to Dankwa Everlasting Life. <laughs> Put your hands together for the Lord. Are you catching the understanding? Anakazo, compelling spirit. It's resting upon everyone that is here this afternoon. Begin to receive it. I need you to have an open mind. Open mind. Open mind. You cannot give what you don't have. 
The same way you cannot receive when you did not open up your heart. So I want you to open up your heart to receive from God. Hallelujah. And the spirit of a compelling spirit will rest upon you. This young man, as we were talking, then we became, it became like we know each other for years. Right away, he made a three-way course to his brother, Azay, in Germany. Azay started laughing, talking. Then he said, ah, but where come the name Pastor Nana Dankwa? Are you a pastor? Are you a pastor? Am I a pastor? Am I a pastor? Am I a pastor? Oh yes, I am a pastor. I am not ashamed to describe that. So shall you become a lady pastor. So shall you become a pastor. So shall you become a bishop. So shall you become a reverend. <laughs> what a shock. After shock. <laughs> are the people on Zoom over there or they are sleeping? Are they responding or they are shocked? <laughs> <laughs> Glory be to God. Are you hearing me, the people on the Zoom? I hope at your home, you have made yourself conducive to receive the presence of the Lord. Please, don't cook. And don't cover yourself with blankets and sheets. And don't put your head on the pillow. No, 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 no. Get out from your pillow right now. Get out from that pillow. And come out from the bathroom and the kitchen. Leave everything aside. After the service... You can go and do anything you want to do. But at this moment, it's for you and the Lord. Glory. Say amen, the people on the Zoom. Hallelujah. So I had a good conversation. Little daddy, you know, somebody that is my friend. The guy said, I'm, I'm not surprised because, that's what he said. He says, I'm not surprised because of your temperaments. Knowing you playing soccer, some of the things you keep telling us, some of the things. You, in fact, when I used to play soccer, we have to, we have, we have to go for camp. And in the camp, because of the things that we do, I, I always try to exclude myself from there. Because I didn't like it. But as a team player, they want you to be there. And that is one of the things that my dad didn't allow me to play soccer anyway. Because you have to do all sorts of things. You have to, they give you something to carry. Then when you go to the, the pitch, you throw it to the net. All doesn't work. It's all about your skills. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible says that, please go back to our regular scripture. We are almost done. Just bear with me. So the Bible says that, Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper, and bade many, bade many, and sent his servant at supper time, to say to them that they that were bidden, Come, for all the things are now ready. Church. Jesus has already done everything for us. I said, Jesus has already done everything for us. It's for us to understand the kingdom system, the kingdom principle. If we don't catch this revelation of understanding the kingdom principle, absolute nothing will work for us. And one of the things that causes us to understand the kingdom principle is prayer. When he gave the parable, he says, the man sent his servant. He deployed the prayer. The prayer was sent out. Now, being a prayerful does not make you closer to God. There are other things that comes to it that makes a big difference. Perhaps this man prayed. So when the first prayer went, Everybody rejected. Many times when you lift up a prayer for something and nothing happens, don't give up. It, it's not that Jesus has not heard your prayer. It is not time yet. We have given you five, six, seven people. Begin to pray for them. It's not all of them that will come to the meeting. Continue to pray for them. Don't give up. The man did not give up on them. Yet he sent for others. Prayer. Church, in my opinion, you may like it or not, but in my opinion, the highest expression of humility is a man who is a prayerful person. When I say a man, I'm talking about mankind. Is somebody hearing me? So we need to understand the kingdom principles, the system, how it operates, the mood 
operandi, the power, how things are work in the heaven. That's why when we pray a prayer, he says, thy kingdom come as it is in heaven. It has already, the thing that is, Jesus has already done in heaven is happening physically on earth. Now, it's not working for you because you have not understand how the system of kingdom operates. Catch the revelation. Pray God give you the system. How his kingdom operates. That is where you and God will begin to relate together. Many of us, you cannot have time on your own to sit six hours, read and pray, not talking to anybody. You cannot. You cannot sit for three hours without looking at your WhatsApp phone. How can you become a son? The Bible says that in John chapter 2, verse 24, what does it say? To them that gave his, this thing, he gave them power to become what? Sons. Even them that believe. How do you believe? How do you believe? Charlie, your believing is not just gathering with people and praying. No, no, no. That, those, those things are good. But there are exceptional of other things that you need to do to receive, to be called sons. For you to be a son, you need to push yourself to pray. You need to force yourself to pray. In every gathering, you need to force yourself to, to be there. You need to compel yourself. By the way, you need to pray for the spirit of compelling. That spirit, when it comes to you, that spirit moves you. You don't have it, so you do things haphazardly. Or you have been told. Even when things have been told in a certain way that you don't like it, you do it with memory. So there's no blessings. But the things that are being done from the depth of your hearts, you begin to see fruitfulness. You begin to see changes. You begin to receive. You begin. Any time that you do something out of your heart to God, there is changes in our lives. I say any time. Hallelujah. So prayer is one of the keys to have the spirit of compelling anakazo. I'm talking about anakazo. I'm not talking about the biazo, which is the force and other things. I'm talking about anakazo. And Bishop gave us some of the points here. Then one of the points that I will give it to you or if possible, we will give a few of this before we come out of here, is he says anakazo is important because a certain type of evangelism is not going to work in this day and age. Why is it not going to work? Because you have not understand that as you have been a born-again Christian, somebody ministered to you for you to change. Now, if the spirit of Anakazo, the compelling spirit is with you, evangelism becomes so easy on your end. Because every time you move, that spirit is moving you. You are not on your own. It is the spirit that worked within you. Are you with me? Are we on the same page, please? So you have to have the same spirit. And if Jesus, who created us in his own image, then his spirit must dwell in us. That spirit must move us to do the things that he came to do. By the way, Jesus Christ has always been pushed to do things. When he was born in manger, his fathers, his parents moved him to somewhere else because they was about to be attacked. That's power Satan has used. The Pharaoh wanted to destroy his life. So the parents moved him to somewhere else. Now, we didn't know, nobody knew where Jesus was after 12 years until he goes to 30 that 12 years is the fasting and prayer. The Bible said, and the Spirit drove him. The word drove or drive is the word called anakazo. It takes force. It takes a certain power to take you. I believe in my spirit that at the time, probably he wasn't ready to go. But the Bible said that the Spirit drive. What does it mean to drive? When somebody is driving, he's dragging you, forcing you. It's taking a certain force. And that was the force that moved Jesus to the wilderness. Now, on, whilst he was in the wilderness, nobody heard from him till he was 30. What was Jesus doing between the age of 12 and the age of 30? How, how many years difference? How many? 16. 18. 
how many times have you been fasted? How long, how many hours have you been fasted and prayed? 18 years fasting and prayer. Knew, knew what was coming. The death, the pain, the agony, the embarrassment that was coming to him. It takes a certain prayer for him to be able to face. Many of us, even when the church set up a prayer for 6 hours or 12 hours, it's difficult for us. It's difficult for us. 18 years prayer. The highest form of expression of humility is a prayerful man. That was where he became a form of a man and made himself of no reputation. But then he has experienced depth of prayer in him. A lot of investment. Many of us don't like to pray. We only pray when a prayer has gathered. gathered when Reverend gathered, even with that, we don't have 100% attendance. How many of you come to dumb prayers? Everybody have excuses. Anakazo! The Bible says, let's continue. But as, please, let's go back to the scripture. We are preaching from Luke. Luke, Luke 14 is the, our main scripture that we are using. Any other scripture is just to support what we are reading. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that verse 18, and they all with one consent began to make excuses because they don't speak the same language as the man. There is no prayer in them. So when the man sent out, everybody having excuses. How many of you that your friends have invited you to church and you say, oh, today I'm this, but meanwhile you are sleeping, you are home. Oh, I'm busy today. I can't do excuses. And the reason is that many of us too, believers, we invite people without praying for them. So can you go to a strong man's house and take something when you have not bind yourself? Something that the devil owns. You are going to bring that person to church. You think Satan is going to allow you to bring such? Until you intercede. Anakazo. Prayer. You have how many people that has been assigned to your group? Six. Why don't you make a list at your home? Every day, mention them. Speak a word of prayer. Speak a, speak a word of prayer. Before you pick up a phone to call them, speak a word. Begin to send prayers first. Then let your voice follow with a phone call. You will see a big difference. Because prayer works. Church. The face of Manhattan Church is about to change in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I declare this under the authority of our father, Reverend Kwame, who owns the authority in this house. I stand upon his rod and I declare the face of this church is about to change. Now in the mighty name of Jesus, because we are getting the understanding and we are about to build the house of God. This place will be filled up. You see, the sun said, the summer, when we were singing, he said, fill me up. It is the spirit of the Lord that was... Look, Jesus Christ, he prayed for Peter. He said, Peter, I pray for you for Satan was ready to what? Shift you. Is it not the same person that Jesus Christ said that upon you I will build my church? You are a rock. Now, if Peter is a rock and God has already prayed for him, how come Satan tempted him again to betray Jesus? Church, one prayer of your conference you have gone to is not going to change your life. Satan is not going to leave you because you have come from a conference. Satan is not going to change you because Reverend Kwame has laid hands on you. Satan is going to run away from you because of your consistency of prayer. The power! The word is consistency. If we decide to pray, make it a point to be part on your own. Make it a point to pray. When you are eating, make it a point to pray. The Bible says that men ought to ought always. What scripture is that? Luke chapter 11. Is it Luke 11 or Luke 18? Luke 18. Reverend said, please. Luke 18, 1. Somebody. Now, let me show you something here. What? So I, I'm, I'm just helping for us to get understanding. I can't give you the points. I'm sorry, Reverend, please. 
I'm reading from the points, but I want us to get understanding before the points come. By the grace of God, Reverend will come. Reverend is a teacher. He will come and teach us the points. But I want us to get understanding. Let's prepare. John said, the one who is coming, I'm not worthy, but I came to pave a way for him. When the man of God, the one who is anointed in this house, when he stands before this office, his own office, and teach you an akazo, you will understand. But you need understanding to receive from him. Let's read the scripture. Luke 18, please. Luke 18, 1, please. The Bible said that, and he spake. Look, oh my God. Jesus used parables to teach us, as was his character. Every parable Jesus gave, it was his own character, Reverend. It wasn't a parable for man to know. He was talking about his own life, but the world cannot understand him because the world did not receive him. So he had to speak in parables. For them to catch the revelation. Because if he has mentioned his name, they will not. So many places that he mentioned his name, the, the, the Jews, the Pharisees, they will say that he has what? Blaspheme. Catch understanding. So he's so wise in the depth of him, so that he has to use parables. He says, Jesus uses parables. Yes. He says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Now, there's a word I need you to emphasize on the word is always. What does always mean? All the time. Which means <laughs> thank you, Reverend. Consistency. Every time you are cooking, Jesus Christ, fill me with your presence. Let your will be done. Give me the grace, the grace to be closer to you. Give me, everywhere you are, you are going to work in the train, speaking tongues, begin to pray, begin to prophesy over your life, begin to lay hands in your belly. In that barrenness, begin to lay hands. God will cause you to be fruitful by your own prayer. The depth of the word of God in your heart will transform you. Don't depend on someone first. Depend on yourself with God first. That's the only way when somebody also come and enforced it, it will work for you. If you have not catch the understanding to build a relationship with God, the man of God will pray. Many of us, in fact, that is why we cannot have the spirit of discernment to tell who is the false prophet and who is the good prophet. So we have given many... Kaluski Abada, Jesus. Many of us, your givings has become curse on your own. No, you didn't understand what I'm saying. Pastor, explain. There are people you have given to that have used against you. There are certain hands that has laid upon your life that are not supposed to. But you see, because you don't have the spirit of discernment, everywhere you hear, this is very prophetic. If you can only catch this, your life will change. I'm under the spirit of this house. The anointing that is upon us is speaking to us. Don't just, Bible says that quench the spirit. You need to understand the spirit. Something within you must quench, must connect. And if you cannot connect with him, you can never receive. Many of us, you work so much and you still don't see the fruitfulness of your giving, of your money. And yet you give in the house of the Lord. And the Bible says that what? In the look, it says give, and it shall be what? So if it is not given back, isn't that a curse? By the way, it's not the Lord who has cursed us. God never cursed us. He doesn't curse us. The Bible says that there's therefore no more condemnation. The word must be interpreted for us to understand. Does it not mean that you should also go and do otherwise? That means you bring damnation to your own self, number one. He said, and he speak a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray. Always means you are cooking, you are washing, you are doing laundries, you, you, you are studying, you are driving, you are, you, you are working. Everywhere you find yourself, you are praying. Always. Always. When God said pray in seasons, what he mean is that there are times where you will be in a conference, you are talking, you cannot pray. But when you are not speaking during the conference and you are listening, you can still pray in your mind. Please, get understanding of the word of God. 
The season does not mean summer or winter or certain times. Then you choose to go somewhere and say, I'm going to pray. No, always. And in seasons means that there, there will be prompts. Because God understands that we need to do certain things. We need, to, we need to fellowship with people. We need to be talking. You cannot pray and talking. Are you catching the understanding? Is somebody being touched by the Holy Spirit? It is my prayer that you take something with you so that you can understand what it means to have that spirit of compelling. Hallelujah. Men always, always have to pray and not faint. Luke chapter 11. Now, prayer as a foundation that we need for us to understand Anakazo so that the spirit of compelling will come to us. Prayer must be taught. Prayer is not just a prayer. It has to be taught. You need to learn prayer. Is somebody hearing me? Luke chapter 11, please. We are almost done. The Bible said that, and it came to pass that as he was praying, Jesus, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us. Teach us to pray. That means prayers are being taught. You have to learn how to pray. My God. Now hear this. Not that these people don't know how to pray. Hear this. They said, teach us to, us to pray as John also taught his disciples. That means John has taught them to pray already. So they were always praying. But they did not know how to pray. Because Jesus' prayer was revealing the results. You want your prayers to be answered, begin to learn the scriptures and pray according to the scriptures. Pray according to the scriptures. Perhaps many of you who are praying for certain things, perhaps the scriptures are telling you that's not what you pray for. Pray for others. God knows what you need. He said, before you go, you're only on your knees. I knew. So the Lord knows. I have many people's names in my home that I pray for. You don't even know when you are sleeping in the night. Prayers are going in the air for you. Four o'clock, we have woke up. We are on the prayer line. Prior to that, not that we are sleeping. We are praying and transitioning in the realm with the Spirit and pray for you. Why would God not bless me? Anakazo. It takes prayer to have that Spirit to push you. You need the spirit of compelling to change you, to bring you to where God wants you to be. So we cannot do evangelism if the spirit is not to the church. Let me tell you, Satan does not want you to do the work. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. I want you to see something. This is my last scripture and I'm done with you. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. I'm showing you why you need a prayer to receive the spirit of Anakazo. The compelling spirit. The Bible says that, and he showed me Joshua. Who is Joshua? Is he a priest? Joshua was a priest. The high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. And who was standing there? Who was standing there? As you are sitting, he's sitting next to you. Depending your capacity of the anointing, depending your spirit, depending your capacity, depending your anointing, your mind, where your mind is. That is the only way you can resist him. But if you not, he's resisting you. And guess what? Where he is standing? He's standing at your right hand where your strength is. Satan comes always to weak. That's why you are sleeping in the church. That's why you are dozing because he's sitting next to you in your eyes, breathing on you, doesn't want you to hear his word. So, he's resisting. And let me tell you something. If Satan can resist the high priest like Joshua, who are you? Now, this is not the only one. In the Gethsemane, the Bible says that the Satan appeared to Jesus. What was he doing there? He appeared to Jesus the I am that I am. The one with power and the authority. He said, go and you will go. The one who commanded the rest to be parted into two. The one who spake for the blind to see. The one who commanded demons, the legions to come out of a man of Gadara. The man who spoke that the blind saw. 
Satan came to tempt him. Not once, not twice, but three times. And not only that, he was using his own words. He quotes scriptures. Church, I'm preparing you to get understanding that you are not exempt to be tempted by Satan. So begin to prepare yourself. Begin to force yourself to study the word until, my God, Spirit of the Lord, until you force yourself to study the scriptures and spend quality time to pray. Spend time, I'm talking about you in your room. Build an altar where you have word of God. Every day you go there, you kneel down, sit at your bed, sit at your room, whatever you find yourself comfortable. Build an altar there. Make that place an altar. Every time you enter, you feel the presence of God. Because you have made, Job, Jacob said that there's God that is here because the stone that his head was turned to become something. Else. And he said, my God, there's God here, Reverend. There is God here because he built that place as an altar. Anywhere you spend quality time to pray, you build an altar there. It is my prayer that God will touch your heart, that you will build an altar. He will give you the spirit of understanding, the anakazo, the compelling spirit will rest upon you. That your life, your ministry, your marriage, your relationship, your children, your home, your study, your everything you have will change by the power of the Holy Spirit. You will be pushed and you will accomplish what God, your destiny will come to pass in Jesus' name. Stand on your feet. you lift up your hands unto the Lord. Arushki abados. Rekalu salabra shekete brendele brashila branda. Yekayala brando salabrandele brashila branda. Say amen. Jesus. Let the church say amen. God has spoken, so let the church say. Lift up your hands unto the Lord and let this song minister to you. Let the church say. Yes. Let the church say. God has spoken. So let the church say Let the church Every hand lifted up Sing, let the church. Oh, let this song minister to your heart. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. The church. Say, yes, yes, yes. God has spoken. Do you believe? Do you believe that God has spoken to you? Do you believe you have heard on the voice of God? Every hand lifted up. Surrender. Surrender and believe the word every day. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let the Lord touch you. Let the Lord transform you. Let the anointing of the compelling spirit. Let it rest upon you. Hallelujah. If you are here and you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you have never 
responded to an altar call. Today is one of your great opportunities to come to the Father and say, Lord, for all that I've heard, I give it all to you. I give it all to you. I come before you and I want to commit my life. I want to commit my mind. I want to church. By doing something for God, God will do something for you. If you really want your home to be transformed, if you want your heart to be renewed, you want your children to do well, you want something great to happen for you, it's time for you to work for the Lord. It's time for you to give your life to Jesus Christ. Is somebody here who do not know Jesus Christ at all that you want to give your life to him? Lift up your hands where you are. I will pray for you. I will say the word of prayer. And if you are here, and perhaps your Christian life has been some way, the work that has been given to you, you are, you are saying that you cannot do for whatever reason. Don't procrastinate. I want you to take charge. Take this force. Take this anakazo spirit. And decide that I will do this. God will give you the grace. Bible says that I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. It is the mind that will prepare you. So decide that you will be able to do the work that has been given to you. In fact, with that thought, the Holy Spirit will strengthen you and he will give you the grace to build this placenta that God has given you. Somebody, if you are here and you are not sure, you say, Reverend, I know you call me. You have mentioned my name. But I cannot do this. I can't do it. I can't. This is not the time. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Look, the Bible said that one of them said, I have married. Give me some time. Excuses. One said, I have bought 10 oxen. Let me prove them. Church, God wants you to be ready. The word of God is now, not tomorrow. Not future. It's now. The answer is now. Yes, it's now and now. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Please, those on the Zoom, be ready. Be ready. Say no to Jesus. Let God, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Let God speak to your hearts. Let God touch you. We are singing and saying, let the people say amen. That means let the word of God be so in our lives. Now, if you believe what you are singing, God will establish you. He will rooted you to do the work more than you think. There is a depth of the word of God in you. Until you avail yourself, you will never know. It is my prayer that you walk in the obedience of God. Trust me, your life will never be the same. Father, we thank you and we bless you for your word that has been spoken. Father, we pray that every spoken word of our lives will be established, oh God. Father, we pray that our ears will be inclined to your words, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for opening our ears to hear. Thank you for opening our heart to be receptive. Thank you for opening heavens by giving us understanding as the scripture says, oh Lord. Lord, we are grateful for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you are about to do. Thank you for everything that you have done in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. And let every saint say, Amen. amen. Why don't you put your hands together and welcome our Reverend, our Father, Reverend Kwame Owusu Deko. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.